1: your mother it's time for another episode of birds with friends just a trio of feathery brethren, weathering weather in any season to see the eagles eat teams like scrammy's top with cheese it's philadelphia Bo, shield and zach kicking it cooler than three penguins till zach runs off with his valet keys He's a real nuanced goose, pull up a
0: branch, get loose, it's time for some juice on some Birds f- with friends The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds f- 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 with friends Boshiel and Zach coming at you with steps and things, flapping their wings on Birds you This beating after
1: they win by 36 <laughs> Why didn't we do <laughs> it? Birds <friends. laughs> <We're laughs> <with
2: friends. laughs> oh, he was inactive, I don't give it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello, everybody. And welcome to birds with friends. Bo wolf, Zach Berman Sheila a Marissa Dunn here to talk about everything going on with the Eagles. We got a blockbuster pre draft trade to discuss we've got Sheila's column to discuss we've got the annual duck duck juice draft wherein we uh, draft the positions we think the Eagles are most likely to draft and they get points based on how early they're taken. Very exciting. Zach, the defending champion, uh, will look to defend his belt. Most of all, uh, Shiel says he wants to talk about, uh, who, do you, who did you want to talk about? Christina Aguilera. So why don't you start with that?
2: No, I'm not going to start with that. I mean, I have to keep the people tuned in. We will certainly uh, get to that. But yes, it's a it's a fun time of year. You know, we've got the Uh, I've got to mow the lawn outside. I was just looking at it earlier. I mean, it's uh, terrible. So we got to get that fired up once again. We've got the Masters coming up. We'll get to our – I don't know. Are we getting to our picks, Bo? You didn't seem that enthusiastic. Usually you're more enthusiastic. You didn't really um, reciprocate my enthusiasm when we were messaging about this. So it might just be my Masters picks. I spent five
1: minutes looking at it before Yeah, that's what I did. Uh,
2: We're
1: going to get to that. I feel like mow the lawn is a good – like if there was a guy named Mo or Maurice, they call him the lawn, mow the lawn.
2: We've got, uh, you know, I'm about to, I feel like I'm ready to jump into some draft, Bit, you know, come up with some terrible draft takes in the next uh, few weeks here. So I think Dane Brugler's beast is going to be coming out any moment, you know, any day now. I don't know what day it's supposed to be. I think he tweeted that it's supposed to be soon. So I'm just going to dive into that. The family's going on a little trip here for uh, spring break. They'll be away for two or three days. I'm just going to be in on the beast for, mm. uh, you know. We'll mix in some playtime in there, but you know, uh, diving into the beast, working on these spreadsheets, and uh, we'll get ready for the draft. Then once the draft is over, it's uh, it's a nice time. I feel like you can relax for a couple months and uh, wait for training camp to start.
1: You didn't want to join the family on your trip.
2: Well, it's. I mean, I, I. I. can't get into everything, but it's a little complicated. It would have been a little bit too much of a time uh, commitment with stuff I have planned out work-wise. I would. Sure, I would have loved to uh, accompany them, but um, we're gonna. We got some stuff in the works for when they get back uh,
1: to do around here. I believe the Burmans are making some moves next week as well. <laughs> yes, we're, we're. Yeah, let's let's air it out here. We are going, <laughs> going with my in-laws uh,
3: the end of the week, and and but. I will be uh Can will go hang be, out with
1: Mickey and Goofy. Among other things, yes. Oh. Yes.
3: And so uh no, it'll it'll be a nice he's time. Also,
1: he's got his eyes on Minnie over here.
3: Very much looking forward to this podcast. Love draft season. I've been geared up for the draft for a few weeks. Obviously the trade that the Eagles made this this week adds a whole another dimension to it. Also gets us juiced up for next year's draft too. So uh a lot to discuss. Certainly, my family's uh, trip this weekend is not among it. <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, let's get into the trade, which breaks on Monday. Uh, a, uh, a blockbuster of sorts, as far as pre-draft trades go, for the second year in a row, Howie Roseman and the Eagles moving out of one of their, or I guess moving out of a first-round pick, about a month away from the draft, uh, in order to accrue future value. They send uh, two of their... Uh, previous three first round picks 16 and 19 overall along with a 2022 sixth round pick to the Nolan Saints in exchange for number 18 in this year's draft a third round pick in this year's draft a first round pick in next year's draft and a second round pick in 2024 and also a seventh round pick in this year's draft so I think if you you if you sort of break it up you can think of it as the Eagles trading uh, a 6th and 19 for a 7th and 18. You set that aside. And then what the real deal is, is they're sending a, a 16th overall pick in exchange for a first round pick next year, a third round pick this year, and a second round pick in 2024. Zach, what did you make of the deal? And, uh, you know, were you like doing something interesting when the news broke?
3: I really like the trade uh we wrote about it you can check that out on our grading the moves column i i shouldn't say i we had been discussing for for months now that the eagles would want to um have future flexibility trade back but it's easy it's easy to sit here and say they should try to get a future first it takes a willing trade partner right and and i was somewhat skeptical that they would find one uh given where they were drafting, right? I mean, if a team's trying, if a team's sacrificing a future first, I figured they'd be trying to get up into the top 10, let's say. Uh, That obviously was not the case here. I I thought it was a good trade. If you had told me Monday morning that that these are the terms of the trade, even if you disregarded the team that they were making the deal with, I would have said, oh, definitely take that trade. You add in the fact that it's the Saints who... There's high variability there. They have a quarterback coming off an injury. They have a first-year head coach. They have some changes on the roster. They've been a a consistent team here uh, for quite a few years, but this is a different composition and a different head coach than it's been in the past. I I think that variability uh, makes the trade even better for the Eagles. So I, I like the move, and then I was doing work when the trade went down. I was in front of my computer, got a text message. I put it up, and... Uh, text message you guys and said, let's,
2: let's, you know, should we grade this trade? Yeah. You Michelle? gave no, uh, I found out from Zach's text. He said, you know, mm. grade the move. And then I thought, all right, I guess I better check what's uh, <laughs> happening here. So I had, you know what I was I thinking no about? What it's fu- it,
1: about. It, There There have been a couple like uh, interesting callbacks to uh, season one of birds with friends. We didn't really give uh, your appearance on Chris Long's podcast uh, the attention it deserved given your love for Chris Long and, and how much we made fun of you for that during that 2017 season. I mean, imagine young Sheil, 2017 Shield like dreaming of one day going on Chris Long's podcast. It was a dream come true for you, I'm sure. Uh, and then the other thing is, you I know, don't we. I not know
2: about that. I mean, we could go into the locker room <laughs> and talk to Chris Long anytime we wanted. I know. Obviously, I'm, year, but, I'm playing that up. What, and ahead, the other thing Daniel. is,
1: you know, as as much grief as the uh, the polarizing grades that we give get, Um, sometimes um, in the comment section, you know, grading things not on a uh, A to F scale. That was originally your idea, Sheil, I believe. And so it's funny that you are now doing nothing but grades. No,
2: that is 100% not true. It was your idea. I wanted to just put a letter. I don't know when the first grade was that we did. No,
1: you said that that was silly. You said, like, well, how how could we grade it?
2: Do you have evidence of this? This does not sound accurate to me. No,
1: these are the... Listen, this is the... There have only been three times in my life as a podcast host in which I have overstepped and uh, said (laughs) something (laughs) that was... That was oh, not exactly accurate. That's gonna be accurate. the gift
2: that keeps giving. Uh, no, I, I think I may have said something yes to the effect of like, should we just do letter grades or something else? I didn't. I, I meant like a scale of one to ten or something. I did not mean <laughs> what you came up with. I'll I admit, think yours wait, no, was. I think the
1: Gatorade flavors early on was was your Well, idea. yeah, you
2: made me choose some after we decided okay. we were going to do that. You know, there are times when I enjoy those and times when I, uh, you know, I feel like it gets the creativity flowing. When you hit it, you really hit it. You know, people will come. Oh my gosh, you very know, hit or name. No, yes, I would say That's a nice feeling. And there are other times you go, this is so stupid. Why are we doing this? Uh, as for the trade? <laughs> 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 yeah, I think it was. A, yeah, I think it was a good trade. I mean, you look at it and I think it's about quarterback. I, I think they want to maintain quarterback. Optionality. I think they want to be in a position to pounce when the next uh, you know, potential quarterback is unhappy on another team, or if it's just the draft next year when they want to move up. Now, there are no guarantees. Others have made this point. Bo, I think in, in your guys' uh, write up, you made the point that there are how many teams now that have. Five. The
1: Eagles are one of five teams now with multiple first round picks next that's year. That's crazy. Yeah. Is that
2: unprecedented? That's, I mean, that's I mean, if, that's it feels like it, before, but right? Yeah. It feels like yeah. it. Yeah. And do all those teams, I don't know who all those teams are, but basically all those teams
1: like couldn't, the only one who's like even debatable is Miami. And I think like if Miami's in position to find someone who's better than two, they would do it
2: okay so there are no guarantees there's going to be competition there's always going to be competition when there are great quarterbacks available also if you're a team that sucks this year and doesn't have a quarterback and you have the first pick in the draft like you know there's almost no deal that would be made to if you're just going to like buy if you and you love bryce young i mean three first round picks does that really do it for you and you still don't have a quarterback probably not so there are no guarantees having said that i've been hammering all off season that do not pay up for competency this is what you should do. Accumulate your assets, get ready to pounce. It doesn't mean it's going to work out, but I think this is the best way to approach the quarterback situation when you don't have one or when you're not sure uh, if you have one. So, yes, now they have two first round picks in 2023. They have an extra second in 2024. They can put together a very big uh, you know, draft uh draft package if they want to take a big swing next offseason for a quarterback. So, um, you know, and, and just. Regardless of the quarterback situation, if you have three first round picks and there's an opportunity to, to trade one to get a future for, you know, to get future draft capital and kind of come out uh, on the right side of that deal, then I would probably just do that every time as well.
1: Yeah, I think there are like we can talk about like how he making the move and and a good job by him and then also just what it means for the team as you as you guys talked about on the latter point, like we've said like I mean, we, we said in the in the fall. That the most likely thing that they would like to do is is pick up a first round a future first round pick, uh, move back with one of those things, and potentially give Jalen Hurts another year to prove himself. If they weren't able to land a quarterback, that's exactly what happened. <clears throat> that doesn't mean, as Zach said, that that they don't get credit for it. I mean, there were a lot of teams probably hoping to uh, potentially move back. I think the Eagles have maybe identified that there's some kind of um, like in market incentive to doing it this early um, and being willing to do it this early. Uh, So kudos to them. And also like everybody, like we knew the Eagles wanted to to trade down, the whole rest of the league knew it too. So like, you know, how he does get credit for making that happen, um, even though everybody knew the stakes there or the incentives. Um, And and then for the Eagles, like don't you think that this is like, I mean, can we we cross off the possibility of the Eagles taking a quarterback in the first round? I I sort of think you can, even though obviously you, you grade the guys differently. And there's a, there's a a value for everyone, but I think if they were, if there was someone who they were potentially willing to take, they wouldn't have made this move. I think, I think it's pretty fair to say that, that this is Jalen hurts team for one more year.
2: I I think that's probably true. Although, yeah, I mean, I mean, they're still keeping They're still keeping their highest pick. So, right. right? They're still keeping 15. So if they were in the mode of, Hey, if quarterback X falls to 15, we'll take them. They could still be in the mode of if quarterback X falls to 15, we'll take him, but we don't love him so much that we want to trade up for him. I think you're right. I think it's uh, you know still it's probably unlikely that they do that. It seems like what they would be more likely to do is draft uh, the best available players at the premium positions that they spotlight, build up the roster, and then kind of run it back with uh, Jalen Hurts for a year and see where where they are a year from now. But I don't know that necessarily this trade like should swing our view of that one way or another. I mean, they still have two picks. They still have the 15th pick. So if they wanted sure. to, it doesn't have to change their strategy this year, really that much. And I, I don't think, think even if you, if,
3: if, if, if you put aside even the quarterback question, and obviously this gives you ammunition uh, to, or I, I should say the assets that you want, if, if you're going to trade for a, a quarterback or trade for a, a pick next year, just from a team building perspective, if, if if you're able to operate with a longer time horizon than other teams, um, it's a smart move to make because uh, the the you know just just the variability of a, of a future pick, you you get that 2024 20, second, uh, it doesn't compromise your position this year. It's hard for teams to operate with that type of time horizon and um you know it 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 takes management's approval it takes a certain amount of job security it takes a an you know a certain amount of understanding about where you are as a roster so uh, ownership yeah owner i mean i i throw exactly, that in
2: there for sure
3: exactly so so i think that you know that's it's it's part of being in a league with 32 teams is that every team is operating under under kind of a you know a, a different situation about where they are, about how they want to operate, and I don't want to say the Eagles took advantage of that, but but what you saw were two teams that are dealing with different time horizons here.
1: And I find it a very peculiar move for the Saints because even if they think they're better than like we think they are, and, and the market seems to think they are, like they're not in a. Are they really in a, a position to be like pushing their chips in? Very odd.
2: Very, yeah. Very, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with those picks. I mean, this is a team that lost the you know, we can probably identify what five head coaches that every year are going to give their team an edge with their offensive scheming, play calling, game planning. And Sean Payton was one of those guys, and he's gone. I mean, that's a huge deal. Their huge offense deal. could be a total disaster. Uh, this year they don't have an answer at quarterback, they're bringing back Jameis Winston here. And also
1: like even like Marcus Williams, Teron Armstead, Malcolm Jenkins, like all these guys. Yeah, Yeah, I
2: was going to say, yeah, I mean, defensively, uh, Malcolm Jenkins, I feel like did, you know, he was definitely a declining player, but I do think he was still kind of. I don't know if glue guy is the right term, but you know when Chauncey Gardner-Johnson is about to get thrown out of a game, like Malcolm Jenkins I felt like was the guy who could grab him like, to just chill uh, for a second. I mean, they lost two starting safeties there uh, with Jenkins and Marcus Williams who really complemented each other very well. They lose their defensive play caller uh, in Dennis Allen. I mean, I don't know if he's still calling plays or not, but he's going to be the head coach now. So uh, I thought Dennis Allen has probably been one of the best defensive coordinators in the NFL over the last three or four years. I mean, their defense has been good every single year and he's been really creative uh and his you know he doesn't have maybe the uh marketing power of some of the other coordinators in the nfl but i thought he did a great job as a defensive coordinator so yeah they are a you know now they're not in a great division i mean the falcons could be what falcons and panthers could legitimately be uh Oh no, Claire, that wasn't Malcolm Jenkins slander. Please. I, I I you know, I still think we don't give enough credit for, you know, we don't make fun of, I should say, the reports of them getting rid of Malcolm Jenkins to hand the team over to Carson Wentz. Yeah. I mean, that was laughable at the Gotta time. Make it his we locker called room. it out as laughable at the time, and years later, my gosh, does it seem uh, you know, e- even more laughable. So, uh, w- w- this is a this is a pro Malcolm Jenkins podcast. But anyway, the betting markets have the Saints over under as eight wins. And I was going mm. through and looking at how many teams had a worse over under there's only 11. So if you go by, by that and you know, as kind of a baseline, that would be the 12th overall pick uh, next year. For, obviously it's not going to go exactly according to plan, but it's a nice way to kind of look at it. And so you're, you're probably going to get a better pick than you're giving away this year. It's tough to do the different draft charts and you know there's probably a project out there for a a smart analytical mind to figure out how do you discount uh the points for next year's pick because there's a lot of variance there when you look at the different charts some people like i saw you know someone had said you discount an entire round which i thought was seemed crazy to me maybe it's not crazy i don't know but um that that's probably i'm sure the eagles have that those their own model or their own chart internally but uh but it
1: doesn't seem to be disparate from like what the market value has been there haven't been a lot of like trading out of the round entirely right uh situations recently but it but if you it doesn't seem like the eagles got like ridiculous value I think it's good. It's good value. It's yeah. Fine. I, I yeah.
2: would agree with that. Yeah. I didn't, I, you know, I, I didn't think it was like one of the, the most lopsided trades ever or any, I mean, you're giving, like, like you said, I think we have to get that distinction of they traded a first round pick this year. They didn't trade back in the first round. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah.
1: They traded like a hundred picks back Two. to the third yeah, round. Right. Like, or yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I agree. Um, Anything else on uh, on Howie, the deal maker, Zach? Because you know uh, the story of him moving up for for Carson Wentz. You know he talks about uh, like making those things happen at the combine. Obviously, he was at the owners' meetings last weekend. I'm sure this is the scenario that he was shopping. Uh, do we give him? Uh, do we give him more credit for that?
3: You know, I, as far as more credit, I, I think we give him appropriate credit. I I think this is what Howie does well. Right, every GM has strengths and. Every GM has weaknesses, and I think Howie does a good job of a understanding the marketplace and 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 b being creative in trying to put trades together. Um, you know, it, this is a, a little flex here. I, I wrote a story. It's been ten years now, two thousand and twelve, wow. uh, around ten this time uh, oh for God. the it was for the New York Times on oh, oh. Oh, wow on, longest
1: on, tenured on, member
3: are, on, are you listening uh, higher up on howie roseman as uh as a trade maker right it, it, mm. and because at that time it was so rare in the nfl and i actually remember <laughs> speaking to shields boy john schneider um for that story because mm. they had just pulled off this uh daryl tapp chris clemens deal was it that, oh yeah sure uh, that, that i yeah that actually worked out well for seattle no yes. um, and uh and it, but but the, the... Daryl Tapp,
1: I believe, a member of uh, D'Amico Ryan's defensive coaching staff. Yeah, that that's correct?
2: right. You yep. see
3: him on the sidelines. Yeah. But but the reason I I bring that up is because
1: at Great the smile time, on Daryl
3: At at the time, it was viewed as as such like a, a rare thing for a general manager to be this aggressive making trades and how he had like by far the most trades in the NFL at that point. You just look at this off season, more teams are willing to do this now. More players are being traded. More picks are being traded. You referenced the amount of teams that have multiple first-round picks. Obviously, a big deal was was made about the fact that the Rams traded all these picks and won the Super Bowl. So uh, Howie spoke last week at the owners' meetings about you know zigging when other teams are zagging, and I don't think this is a, a case of doing that. But I think having that type of flexibility, being nimble, um, is something that Howie does well.
2: Not just the smile with Daryl Tapp. I would. T- I, I enjoyed his whole demeanor. You know, yeah. He seemed like a real pleasant guy to be around. I thought. And in our whereas, whereas my
1: understanding is Chris Clemens was the opposite.
2: Okay. Well. There once you go. Chris
1: Clemens once pantsed Chris McPherson in the middle of a training camp practice.
2: Sorry, if Chris Clemens, if you're listening and want to um, respond to that, you're welcome anytime.
1: Um, there, I also think that aside from the, the team building, um, like implications and why it makes sense for all the reasons we've talked about for the Eagles to, to push some stuff forward. I think there is not, this is not the reason you make the trade, but there is, uh, some small disadvantage, I think, to having three picks, uh, clustered so closely together because, uh, you're, you're less likely to have like multiple big differences in your draft board versus your pick so like if you're at 16 you're like you're really hoping there's a chance that one of your like top 10 guys falls to you right but it's it's less likely to happen at 16 or 15 and 16 and then again at 18 like to have a a big difference like that so i mean i don't think that's that's not the reason you make it but i think it's a small a small variable here
3: but i i I do want to highlight something Sheil said a moment ago that i think is in important to recognize here because there was this immediate like um social media discussion well well now the eagles fans should be looking at bryce young and you know cj stroud and uh unless you're uh, un- unless you're really bad or the saints are really bad this year it's hard to get one of those guys at the top right. of the draft i actually think this gives them more flexibility to trade for a, a, a quarterback who might come open like you saw this year. yeah so um now now clearly if you can get a franchise quarterback at the top of the draft, and, and and you grade them as one, and you're able to do it. But oftentimes, teams drafting in the top, you know, three, four, five, uh, are either interested in a quarterback or they're going to want a lot for that pick, and you're going to have competition for it. And, and and so I I I think the possibility of them trading for a veteran might be a, um, as strong or even stronger than them landing, say, Bryce Young or C.J. Troutman.
1: I agree with that. If you tell me if you tell me that next offseason the Eagles are acquiring a quarterback with the with the picks that they've acquired like that they've amassed I would I would split my turkeys more on the veteran side than on the rookie side
2: I don't know that I agree with that okay I mean how many veterans are going to be available it could be one guy in Kyler Murray and that's even like (laughs) that's even a leap I mean the Cardinals might not well I'm saying if
1: they're if they're using it as a package yeah, like, to move they,
2: they up. They almost have to. I mean, listen, if you're eight and nine or nine and eight this year, uh, you know, and Jalen Hurts is like the fifteenth best quarterback. I mean, I don't want to say you have to because you never have to, but like, are you are you just going to come back and do that again in twenty twenty three? Like, at some point, you got to take a chance on somebody, which is why even you know even in like this draft you don't have to be in love with the quarterbacks. Like if there's someone you feel like has some upside, it's not going to kill you if you draft a guy and you know, it doesn't pan out. Like you almost, well, that was the point, fun
1: of having three. You felt like you could maybe just yeah, play you with could one. Have. Yeah. yeah. But, no, but, but also I mean,
3: like the, like the Josh Allen example, it, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be a quarterback who goes number one or, or, or number two. It could be, it could be something that gets you up from like the 15th pick to the mm-hmm. eighth pick next year. You know, yeah, and true. multiple and
1: reporters asked me about the Wake Forest quarterback yesterday. Sam, Sam Hartman, Hartman. He's like, yeah, are we talking I, about him I as a first not. round pick? What are we doing? Multiple
3: reporters? Yeah. Like who? At the, at the Kaiser White press conference. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. well, I
1: thought people <laughs> were texting you or something. Like, what the <laughs> yes, hell? Yes, yes. Yeah. In the in the auditorium. Yeah. Not, okay. not like reaching out to me cold. Hey, what's the deal on this guy? Oh,
2: so is that guy good?
1: he's fine i don't know you don't i mean like but i, I, I have studied him whatever, but if you Everyone want, if you that, want uh, i'll
3: give you my my quarterback my under the radar yeah. quarterbacks to watch for next year
1: okay because last year
3: if you remember on this pod i was talking up desmond ritter right mm-hmm. and and that's that a was flex. a little yeah Well, i don't know that's a flex he's he, <laughs> I, he he's not gonna be a top 10 guy um but uh i think someone who can gain a, a lot of steam is tyler van dyke at miami um, he started basically one year, you know, he, he came into the, into the lineup this year. Um, but there's a lot to like with his profile. Uh, and then if you want related and, to
1: Dick or DeMarcus,
3: I, I don't believe he's rated. He's
1: related to DeMarcus Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> um, what
3: perhaps, about Dick, I don't know. Dick Van Dyke is that, that that's like an old TV guy, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think I think I would like. Uh, yeah, I don't know Dick on. Van Dyke, Dick as a, Dyke as a as a uh, Nick yeah.
3: at night, yeah, yeah. And then uh, uh, McCall from uh, from Coastal Carolina. He's. I think he's I like was gazing up Malik Willis. You were Jam, right? Yeah, yeah you yeah. were. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. that's right. Bruce Feldman did a story on him, and yeah. I. You know, I saw one YouTube a, clip, and I was. Yeah. In. yeah. Um, I I believe it's it's Grayson McCall on Coastal Carolina. I watched one Coastal Carolina game this year, and I was like, who's this guy? This guy's intriguing. So. Um, he's, he's, he, I don't know if he's going to be a top of the draft guy, but certainly to, uh, uh, Tyler Van Dyke is the one who, uh, who I would say, uh, pay attention to this year. Dick's Listen. grandson. I am, uh, you
2: know, as I said, we months a couple months ago, and this isn't like a, a hot take because you know everybody loves him, but uh, I like everything I say from Bryce Young. I sure. mean, I would I would be trying to identify these terrible teams, and I'll give them another first this year. For you know, you want to hey hey Joe Douglas, you want another first uh, this year? Uh, I'll bank on Zach Wilson not being very good, and we'll we'll take your first next year. I mean, that's the, the other thing is you're right. You know, like if a team. Like, let's say, and, and you also have to look at what teams do this year. Like, if Atlanta drafts a quarterback this year, uh, they could suck next year and be, have a top three pick, but then still be like, well, we're going to stick with, whatever quarterback we took in 2022. So we'll move down. I mean, that would be a great outcome for the Eagles. You know, there could be a team, uh, like I just said, the jets. I mean, the jets could be like, shoot, are we, do we really want to move on from Zach Wilson after two years, but they could easily yes. be a bottom five team. I mean, yeah, I mean, I lean towards that, but are they going to uh, do that? So uh, there could be uh, you gotta, gotta keep an eye on, on some of these teams. This year, who's taking the quarterbacks in the first round, where they might not be willing to move in a different direction uh next
1: year? Nate Tice dropping in on the chat says uh the guy he likes aside for he loves C.J. Stroud. He says watch out for Will Levis. Levis oh, like- yes. from Kentucky, yeah. Transfer, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, yeah. It was Penn State a nice transfer. job by by
3: them letting him get
1: away. Zach- their quarterback <laughs> situation has been outstanding.
0: Zach goes, ooh, <laughs> I, I,
3: no, I I like him, and actually he was in the news today. He's he's love it or uh, leave us. He's He's inv- he's involved with a racehorse for um like the uh your consumption patterns
2: really we need to re- we need to do a whole podcast I, on this. I,
1: I have to tell you that the first thing I heard there from Zach was involved he's involved race? in the race <laughs> wars.
2: It's <laughs> okay, oh, well, no, not what it is.
3: A uh, race horse. Yeah, race I mean, which is not clear force. at all. I yeah. mean, I
2: don't know what you're talking about involved Like
3: uh, with you the know, like like, it, like you know how you NOI... yeah. Is, he's
1: big is in the race wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's
3: okay. like a, a sponsorship or an endorsement. Oh, okay. Or, or all right. <laughs> okay. Yes.
1: All right. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, last thing we we didn't we didn't give enough uh, credit to how much fun it's gonna be for Eagles fans to root against that that Saints team. Uh, Having listen, that. Yeah.
2: I've been saying that for year, Much more fun. It goes back to the what was the year two thousand eight, where they needed all this stuff to happen in week seventeen, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that I bet if you polled Eagles fans on the most under the radar, like uh, fun day of rooting that, you know, a, a non playoff game specifically, that would be right there where you're rooting against other teams, you're getting the help you need. And then, of course, you cap it off uh, at night. But yes, it's much more fun to root uh, against other teams than it is to root for your own team.
1: All right, let's take a little break on the other side. The moment everybody's been waiting for the return
0: of the duck, duck juice
1: All right, back on Birds with Friends. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, Shaka Patia, Marissa Dunn. Uh, as we transition to draft season in full here on Birds with Friends, it's time for the first of our three pre-draft drafts. Now, Do you think
2: you need to rethink these, you know, some of these annual exercises? It may be time to switch it up. I mean, you know me, no. every two two or three years, I like a change. I get bored easily. Uh, I just feel like some of this has maybe, you know, I'm not saying you got to redo all of them. But I think there might be an opportunity. We'll get through draft season. You know, like Howie Roseman says, this is like our season ends after the draft. So maybe after the draft and some of that downtime, we can revisit some of our annual. You want me to
1: just leave the show? Games. should i just should i just not be on the show and anymore
2: get the creativity flowing change them up i'm not saying you have to get rid of just i put in the work
1: new. on the front end so that i don't okay. have to think about new games okay. every off season
2: maybe maybe we can do some type of exercise where we have uh you know listeners vote on you know should we maybe we should which of these should we get rid of which of these should we yeah, keep? they're gonna get rid of and, me
1: that's what's gonna happen
2: uh, no the games yeah not, yeah but, but the they're people. gonna turn Although it we could do, yeah, yeah. do that too. yeah we can do that too Okay. All right. Sorry. Just something to think about.
1: All right. Well, I thought about it and I, I, I reject the premise entirely. Well, go to Helsinki. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so uh,
2: w- 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 majority rules. Uh, so ZP and Marissa, you know, Hmm. There's, you know, it's, they're afraid of you. Look at that. Yeah. Nice. So it's Ain't funny. A I, mean,
3: I, people had, love this game. I, I received a text message yesterday, um, from a reader. Who said please do away with these stupid grading games? Let's stick to standard school grades. A text Polarizing. message? Yeah. So and, this uh, somebody you know? Wow. Yeah. This is yeah. This was Jeffrey. I and think. I said it, and I, and I, I said you need to pick your battles. That's a losing battle. Yes. Ooh,
2: um, interesting. Not really sticking up for his boy there. No,
3: I, I just. Meant, yeah,
1: like, throw me under the bus.
3: I'm not throwing <laughs> anyone under the bus. I, I didn't say it was. your I'm getting idea. it from it,
1: both it sides very, here.
3: It could very well be my idea.
1: I get, we, you get to decide the, uh, the grading scale sometimes.
2: Oh, sure.
3: Well, I think I did say, I mean, if, 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 if we want to air this out, I said, should we go straight grades for this? And then you said, how about Eagle Saints? Yeah.
1: I mean, I can't, I, well, I'm, I'm committed to the bit. I I can't jump (laughs) off now. Okay. Yeah.
3: So anyways, uh, like,
1: was it really, would it really make a difference for, for our our readers if they got to see that we gave it an a minus instead of. Like a Malcolm Jenkins signing, who cares? Read the read the analysis.
3: <laughs> All right, let's go. So no, so I, I bring that up as as a, as a way of saying I am not going to chime in on the elimination of the games. I like that it's a creative entry point to discussing the positions that they're going to draft. Um, yeah, I'm happy, I'm
2: happy. All to- of
1: these games serve a purpose. Okay. People
3: seem
2: to love a duck
1: duck juice. A lot people like people a duck duck the, juice in the comments. Yeah. Now, okay. yeah, the so we'll three of, of us. The three of us each won one of the games last year. So, Shield, you won. Owl, you know, which is well, when we really? predict like these specific players. Uh, who oh Eagles yeah, I mean.
2: Listen, I've been pretty hot with some of those, you know. You have been the, good, though. You know, I got a, I got a Jack Driscoll. Like, if you got a two Jack years Driscoll, ago, you, two years would ago, hear you about that every show. I mean, you would have a Probably Jack Driscoll so. jersey in the back there. I yeah, just, you know, pick yeah. a Jack Driscoll nailed one, one
3: of their that. worst drafts in, in recent history. Right? That's he'll right.
2: He nailed John I'm picking John what they're picking.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true.
2: I'll take credit for that. I, but yeah, I,
1: you you are the the two time defending champion in that. I won the turkeys to the kingdom. Zach won Duck Duck Juice. Now, uh, for new listeners, Duck, Duck, Juice, we have uh, the 12 position groups. We are going to draft how likely we think the Eagles are to draft players from that position. And a point is awarded in inverse order of the draft order. So if your position is drafted in the first round, that's seven points. Second round, six points. Third round, five points. So on and so forth. Eagles, of course, have 10 picks in this year's draft, including two first rounders. A second rounder, two thirds, a fourth, three fifths, and a seventh. They may uh, continue moving around, but a lot of points on the board in the Duck Duck Juice draft. And we go quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, tackle, interior offensive line as one, defensive end, defensive tackle, linebacker, corner, safety, and special teams. Zach as the defending champion. Hold on, hold on. What's the rule?
2: I remember we had some stuff in place for if it's a guard slash tackle. Or mm. if it's a DN slide, you know, yes. this guy's like Michael Bennett. You know, he can line up at defensive end. I'm Milton Williams
1: out. last year was a was a bit divisive.
2: Yes. Now, do we just wait till the end? Because if somebody gets defensive end and defensive tackle, it's moot. If somebody gets offensive tackle and interior line, it's moot. Or do we need to sort that out now?
1: I think we can sort it out now. I think. Uh, I I think guard tackle is probably the toughest. Uh, I feel like edge. Defensive tackle, it's unlikely that that there's gonna be real okay. disparity. Uh tackle guard, do we just I would say I would say if there's agreement between where they are listed in Brugler's Beast and the way that they are announced or talked about by the pre the the post draft press conference, it's easy. If there's disparity right. Oh, Danez, so no.
2: uh, Danez can be the uh, final decision maker if there's okay. a real controversy. Okay.
3: I'm Wait. Going. So I have a question. As <laughs> I, I, you said, as the defending champ, I get the first pick. Can I pick my draft order as opposed to? Y- yeah,
2: you get to pick where you go. I think he doesn't have to be
1: first. You You didn't let me. You, you okay. didn't let me finish. Yes. As no, the defending okay. champion, you get to make the entire draft order, not just where you pick, but also where Sheila and I pick.
2: Oh, I would have tried oh. harder last year if I knew there was this incentive.
3: Okay. Uh,
1: Remember that so, next off season when you're mad at me for doing this game again.
3: I'm not mad for doing. I, I'm not mad at you for doing this game. Um, okay, and <laughs>
1: okay,
2: Paul. this is the most I've offended him. I've called him all sorts of names, <laughs> called him out for all kinds of things, and this is the one thing where I really got to. <laughs>
3: uh um, right. i i will go <laughs> i will go with the uh three four
1: okay what? oh so you weird. want to go last in the first round last. and then who's going no. first
3: uh Bo's going first shield's going second
1: oh burying me
2: i burying wanted to go first you want to
1: trade yeah i'll trade you
2: okay yeah i'll trade you
1: Wow, this is unprecedented. The first ever Duck Duck Juice trade. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. Things are staying fresh. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) We're trying
2: to keep it. Yeah. Wow. So I can start? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. With the uh, first pick in the 2022 Duck Duck Juice draft, I'm going wide receiver. Hmm. I thought this was pretty easy for me. I mean, there's a chance they take I feel like a solid chance they take one in the first round. And even if they don't, they're going to take one at some point. You could certainly take multiple wide receivers. I believe it's the most drafted position uh, that there is. So, you know, maybe you hit on some late rounders as well. And so, uh, you know, I spent about five minutes on this before we started and I have wide receiver at the top of my board here. And I thought that was a pretty easy one. Have you guys
3: found? Uh, have you started doing work on the top receivers yet? Is there
2: no? A...
1: Okay. Theoretically, uh, I've I've got a big like spreadsheet of past players that I'm working through to try to figure out some uh, no, some parameters that I'm looking for. But we've got we've got Nate Tyson in the chat. He gave us the guys he likes at the at the yeah. combine. So. And if I can ask Tra- you guys big Drake a quick Drake question
3: guy. here, uh, in, in terms of a team building question, at at, at 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 wide receiver, we have spoken in the past. About don't draft a player based on those you have on your team already, right? Just just take the best player and you know and make it work. Now we said that almost in conjunction with like when they took Jalen Rager and they wanted someone who can play on the outside because they wanted to play twelve personnel that kind of thing. Considering the fact that Devonte Smith is a building block player, do you take him into account when considering the other wide receivers? Do you want someone who's who's different? in terms of body type, in terms of playing style than Devonte, Or are you just saying, give me the best group of wide receivers and let Sirianni figure it out?
1: I think you always get in trouble if you are trying to look for a very specific type and not just trying to find the best player. And like, so if you, if if, if Devontae Smith's clone was on the board, you wouldn't just want the two of them on the field together. Like, wouldn't that be great? Like, you really need a, a guy with a different skill set. I think... Uh I think like the draft is about getting the very best players that you can into your system. This is like the most important thing you can do talent-wise for your for your franchise. I don't think you consider like the how they fit with other guys too much. And I definitely don't think that you overvalue how they're gonna fit in the scheme because I'm I'm worried about this from what they're talking about on defense. Like Jonathan Gannon might be a head coach next offseason. I'm not too worried about how they're going to fit into his scheme. That's what free agency is for. Uh, the draft is about getting the best guys you can. This is your chance to control that cost. I agree
2: with that. I always thought the whole, you know, build the wide receiver core like a basketball team, I I never really... Bought into that? I mean, I, I would just say take the, It's not like one guy is only good at one thing. Like Devonte Smith is not a specialized player. You know, mm-hmm. he's a route runner. He can get downfield. He can help you on third down. He can play uh, outside. There are a lot of different things he can do. And so, yeah, I would say just take the take whoever the best player is.
1: I think wide receiver was a good pick there, Shield. Um, although would you have I won the wide more...
2: receiver first or no?
1: I'm not sure what or I was would you go do? with. What you're about to go here. Well, I think I probably, I probably would have, but I think you're right that they're like, they are, they are going to draft a wide receiver. It might, it might not be in the first round. It might not be till the third or fourth round, but there's no, there's no chance that they don't. They have to.
3: Now the one draft theory that I dislike, or I shouldn't say the one, one that I I dislike is, is this notion that there's so many good wide receivers. You can wait around for the position and get a good one in the middle rounds, right? Like if, if there's one that you really like in the first round, you take him in the first round because the delta between him and the guy you're going to get in the third round—that's the same logic that the Eagles once applied to, like picking Donald Pumphrey. Now you could argue, well, they just picked the wrong running back. If they took Marlon Mack, if they took James Conner, uh, the the logic would stand that it was a deep class in 2017. I just don't think you can operate on 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 this idea that uh, you're you're going to get the receiver that you want in round three or in, in round four. If there's one that you love who you think to be a difference making player in round one, you take him, and you don't worry about what the board looks like in round three or round four.
1: Well, it's interesting it's you say the
3: numbers
2: on this don't weren't you working on something with this ball? Yes.
1: Yeah, so I was just going to say, so I, one of the things that I did, I, I went back and looked at, and I'll do something on the site with this uh, next week, Lex. but, uh, all of the pro, the initial pro bowlers, so guys who made the first. Like wave of Pro Bowl teams, you know this. Mitch Trubisky doesn't count, like an injury replacement. All of those guys and first team All Pros over the past ten years. All of those players at every position. I I went through where they went in the draft. um, You know what what conferences they came from. And wide receiver is one of the most drafted first round positions, right? And this is very surprising to me. Uh, Of all, what? I I know where you're going with this. Of all the positions, so the the median pick for all of the pro bowl all pro wide receivers over the past 10 years is 47 which is the middle of the second round that is the third latest of all the positions behind only guard and center
2: but how much of that would be a volume thing like how many more total wide receivers are drafted
1: oh that's definitely part of it yeah yeah that's definitely part of it
2: yeah, I mean it's the it's sort of the possible versus probable thing. You know, it's it's can you get a guy later? Yes. Um, but I, I sort of lean towards Zach. I mean, if it's close and you want to say, Hey, we got all these wide receivers in the same tier and we have a pick yeah. in the second round, then that I think that's fine. Well, if second really, round's different. Yeah. Second round yeah, yeah. I think that's different than you know, saying, Oh, you know, we don't need to worry about it. We'll be fine getting a guy later.
1: Yeah. And I also think like, you know, we're talking positional importance. Like if it's you've got a wide receiver on the board and a, a guard in the first round, uh, you know, take the right. wide receiver. Um, but I don't right. I don't think that you need to get a first round receiver to get yeah. to get impact.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think uh, I think JJ your second round Arthena. pick Arthena. should be an, an impact player. I mean, uh, and and to what we talked about with Shields rankings, it's hard sometimes to differentiate between, say, like the 23rd player on your board and the 31st player on your board. But there should be a difference between, say, the 23rd player on your board and the 95th player on your board. And so that's where I'm saying that it, it's okay sure. to say we can. in the second round we'll be able to get this. It, it takes a certain amount of hubris to think you'll hit on receivers in round four, let's right.
1: say. Yeah. Yes, right. I agree we with that.
2: We can't this, – this pace is unsustainable. <laughs> that's Sorry. <fair>. I, <laughs>
3: I didn't mean to, to interject there. With
2: the <laughs> no, theory no this
1: is good. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, I am on the board. I'm still a little bit on the fence here, but I'm going to go – I'm going to go with defensive end. Um, I think the Ojabo injury hurts a little bit here. Uh, I think it's part of the reason the Eagles are maybe uh, moving out. But I think if the Eagles had their choice of what position they could draft with the first uh, of their first-round picks, like the ideal for the person to be on the board, I think it would be a defensive end. So I will take defensive end.
3: Okay. That was number two on my board. That was number one on my board. Um, Oh,
2: okay. Throwing a little. All right. We'll see. Yeah. So, so
3: let's see here. Um, <laughs> do I go, uh, do I go hunting for points or, or do I just go for base hits here? I'm definitely going to go safety, uh, because Ooh, interesting. I, then, interesting. I, I'm confident they're going to draft the safety, but the question is, I, I, I don't know if the, if, if this has the capability of hitting big for me. Right. Um, this is
1: another one where we may have to go to the beast on uh, if there's a, you know, a, a versatile defensive back.
3: True.
2: I mean, sure. there we can, uh, it should be yeah. pretty easy to see where uh, guy's I so, practicing too. though. I, they don't usually cross.
1: Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. All right.
3: And then I am going to go
1: safety. Interesting. That's, that's surprising. Me too. Yeah. I thought that was surprising. That was number okay. six. Number but four. finish, finish. Then yeah. we'll discuss.
3: <laughs> okay. And, um, hmm. I, boxed. I don't think I'm gonna win the game this year. Uh, <laughs> already. <laughs>
1: well, you know what the problem is? This is the this is a trouble spot for Zach. Going third in the first round. This is the yeah, Trey Thomas selection. This. this is the <laughs> yeah. this is the Trey Thomas spot.
0: You should That's have true. just
2: taken the you should have just taken one.
3: Well, well I, I, I I should have gone one or two, so I I, I could land the end or wide receiver. Right. But, um, <laughs> why'd you so aggressively choose three? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you'll, um,
2: do you'll do fine. You'll do fine.
3: <laughs> I mean, he seems uh, very distressed. I'm, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going defensive tackle here.
1: Okay. All um, right. I like
3: that. One. And, and because I, I think there's a, a, a chance their first round pick is a defensive tackle. There's a few intriguing D tackles in round two. And I think actually the, the, uh, the draft kind of falls off after the top uh, after the top of the board at defensive tackle we we spoke to some people uh behind the scenes last week who who kind of thought this was a a weak d tackle class after the top so i guess safety's more of my base hit one right they're going to draft a safety i just don't know where d tackle is 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 where i'm i'm going for a boomer bust potential
2: yeah, I feel like we don't – will give analysis at the end cuz you don't want to give away any okay. strategy about what you thought about other. Now uh well I think I, I think, think once the you
1: know, once the position goes off the board then okay. you can talk about it. But
2: yeah. Uh you know, I was doing my top uh free agents for 2023.
1: I like that Atlantic, column.
2: And I was looking Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave are both free agents after mm-hmm. the season, right?
1: Yeah. yeah,
2: Yeah, so that's like a I mean that's probably a very I don't know if it's under the radar or not. I feel like we haven't talked about it a lot, but um you know, I almost wondered if they would extend it, J- Javon Hargrave, like in the months ahead. Yeah, I think there's a low. good chance they yeah. might do that, even okay. just as a
1: salary cap thing, push money yeah. forward. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, my, that's sort of be money. a
2: wise move. He's what 29 or 30, I believe. Uh, played well last year. Seems like a good. I think this is know, his age 29 season. Teammate uh, checks all those things, so yeah, that that would not be a bad move if they. Well, if uh, I
1: wanted to know a little bit more about like his upbringing, where where could I read about that?
3: On the athletic. Mm-hmm. Uh there was a, a oh sorry, I should have linked fire. to that. That's a bad job. Nah, no problem. Me. Um have have you guys done any Jordan Davis work yet?
2: I haven't done work on theoretically.
3: Anything. Okay. All but right. You curious. Want free, now
2: I, you want to know what free agents are? I'd I, I, I would be
1: in on that. Jordan Davis for the Eagles at fifteen.
3: Okay. okay.
2: But I'll the tell way, you who notes, I'm out yeah. on.
1: Devontae Wyatt.
3: Yeah, because he's old, right?
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh um, quick thing on 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 Shields twenty. What on free agent combo. Uh a thing that jumped out to me on Shields for agent column was the amount of quality safeties there are on the market. I, I think you had four in your top 16. Oh, and, is that true? I
2: didn't even realize uh, that.
3: Yeah. I mean, you had Fitzpatrick, you had Jesse Bates. Derwin James was lower than I expected. I think, I think Derwin James was 16th on, on your board. I and mean, I thought he's just he was gonna he's, be higher.
2: Yeah. He's played what 36 games in four yeah, years or something. Yeah. I mean, I love Derwin James. Yeah. I had him as an all, I think I put him on my, uh, all pro team at the end of last year but just the injury stuff kind of uh kind of scares me there with him
3: so i i wonder too if uh if that's something i don't think the eagles should take into consideration right but when they when they when they gave anthony harris the one-year deal this year i i wonder if they thought about who's going to be in the market next year as well
2: well the safety market has been very strange marcus williams did not you get as much money as I thought he would at 14 million where Jamal Adams is the highest paid safety at 17 and a half million and Tyron Matthews still being out there is just stunning to me, man. I thought he was going to be first 24 hours, you know, a team was just going to target him and go after him and that hasn't happened either. So uh, it's been sort of a tough one to figure out in recent years. But yeah, I think you can say for those guys, you mentioned Zach, you're probably, you know, Minka Fitzpatrick to me is like definitely a, 15 to 17, maybe resets the market uh, type, type safety there. Jesse Bates is probably going to be in that uh, 15, $16 million a year range. Um, so we'll, we'll see with the other guys. All
1: right. All right. I have a similar uh, quandary to Zach where there's a position I know the Eagles are going to draft at some point, And there's another position I'm not so sure they will, but I think is more likely to be an early round pick. And I'm going to go for the swing. I'm going to take cornerback. Uh, the, the Eagles have uh, talked a lot about how happy they are with their young cornerbacks. They want those guys to compete for the job. Um, I don't think that that's a crazy idea, but I also think that if there's a corner in the first round that's there, that's a position they value. Uh, it's an important position in the league. I could see that happening. And also, they don't just need a starter opposite Darius Slay. They need an eventual replacement for Darius Slay. So a, a, a high-end corner, I think, is, is, a, is a possibility.
2: I think that's a good one. I think we've hit on all the, you uh, know, you guys might disagree. You don't have to tell me if you do. I think we've hit on the most likely first round options. That's what I was going to say. That was the last receiver. position I thought could yeah. be a first round pick. Yeah. Yes. I was hoping that uh cornerback slid to me. Now it gets uh pretty difficult. Wait, real I, quick
3: though. I, uh, before yeah. you, I was, I was just going to say if, if the Eagles uh, don't draft a cornerback high or or they wait on it and Bo Wolf asks Howie Roseman in the, in the press conference afterwards, uh, why he didn't do it, how, or I, I guess why they didn't spend a pick on a corner. How he says, I'm going to correct you there, Bo. We spent a pick mm. on Kerry Vincent jr. We consider him part of this that's draft right. class. Right. We traded a sixth rounder for him. So uh, yeah,
1: I think I get that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, just, just a little preview for what's to come in a few
3: weeks.
2: Uh, I, listen, that's my favorite part And take in the podcast is predicting what yeah, he was part, part of the earth trade. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I know. But
1: like yeah. they view him yeah. as a, Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah.
2: All right, this next one here is uh, is difficult for me. I've got it. Oh, wait, I get
1: two, right? You get two, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, okay. All right, then I guess it's pretty easy. Although once I got through the first like four, I kind of just wrote down positions. So let me double check this uh, <laughs> to make sure I'm not forgetting anything here. I don't know if I'm going to love this. Uh, I should probably... Um, they're probably going to take that at some point. Would they take that in the second round? I don't think it's a great draft for that. All right, I'm going to go with uh, linebacker. Here, obviously, you know, I don't think they're going to take a linebacker. That was the other the first, one I considered there, but yeah, first round. There's not a lot of upside there, but you know, I feel pretty strongly that it, it's kind of like what Sacks what said, swing for the uh, doubles. I feel strongly that they're going to take a linebacker at some point. It could be on
1: day two. Well, I also think linebacker is a good spot because with 10 picks, they could be they could be taking multiple linebackers. You you might get yeah. a double dip there.
2: Okay, they don't have many on the roster. Now, this next one is very difficult, I think. Uh, I think I'm going to go with, and I think this will surprise uh, you both, perhaps. we we'll go interior offensive line.
1: Mm, uh, Linderbaum.
2: You know, you got, because I, I was looking at this, too. Now, uh, Bo, what was your thing? If anybody mocks an interior offensive lineman to the Eagles, you're uh, di- you're not reading the rest of their mock draft? Correct. All right, let me let me play a little devil's advocate here. Again, I was doing the top 20, you know, top free agents for 2023. I mean, Isaac sayamalu is a free agent after next season, is he not? Sure. Yeah. Did you not know that? Did I get you I'm not worried. About I didn't it. remember. If they want that. him
1: back, they'll bring him back.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, until oh, so Isaac's like, agent. He, that, right? Yeah, he gets to make. Uh, he decision. already
1: signed like the most team-friendly extension ever. He'll be, will well, be fine.
2: I don't know about that. People thought it was very, you know, I don't know about what what you've gotten from Isaac. Yeah, fair. Whether it was that uh, team-friendly, I mean, look what the guards. Okay, go ahead. Like mediocre guards got this uh, off season. I don't think it was that different. Uh, and then Jason Kelsey could be his last year. Correct. Sure. And then Landon Dickerson, we'll see what you know, you pencil him into one of three spots, but you have two of three. Well,
1: don't you actually, have two of
2: three starters?
1: On your point, Nate Herbig will okay. also be a free agent next offseason.
2: Okay. So don't you have two, two, potentially two of three starters and a backup are free agents after the season? Sure. So is it that crazy that they would go? And I mean, I'm not advocating. Well, that they in the do, first round, I, I, think think I, think I think you might have gone a little over I think you might have gone a little poor.
1: I never said they weren't gonna draft an interior offensive line, and okay. I think it's a very it's totally reasonable thing for them to do in the middle okay. of the of the draft. I just don't think like this the idea that they're desperate to find Jason Kelsey's replacement, they're gonna use a first round pick on the position. I think that is that is crazy.
3: Don't Eagles okay. beat writers need to sign something ahead of time that stipulates you always mentioned. That you don't need to draft anyone because Jeff Stoutland's, you know, can can develop. Uh, uh, I think know, that was a good anyone. pick. <laughs> Unbelievable the
2: shade. This <laughs> no, listen,
3: it's not. That's it's, true. not shade. it's It's not good shade everybody really that everybody's
2: saying that. I mean, look at these guys. These <laughs> Jack freaking. Look at Nate Herbig. I mean, Nate Herbig's out there giving them quality snaps. Jack Driscoll's giving them quality snaps. They lose Brooks and Sayamalu for an entire season, and they have a top five offense. I mean, Jordan, my oh, lie. I mean, how much more does he have to do to win you over, Zach? I'm not. Man, unbelievable. I, geez. Look, you guys can I know you're right down the street. He's Stop a big, he's a, he's a big my,
1: Skarnecki ahead. He doesn't like it. My fellow
2: me. media, you know, media Rose Valley uh, neighbors I, here. If you're I here, think James, Jeff Stout is an standing
3: coach. I think he's an outstanding coach and I think he does a terrific job. I, I just think there like there's this idea that that um the players don't have anything to do with it. Like the players have a lot to do with it too is my point. No, so, you
2: always make that point. But if you're it, it, listen, if if it's a bunch of players, like there are multiple instances sure. of players who are not highly regarded by whatever you think of the league, right? You know, did not think of them as like top four. Doesn't mean they're always right, you know. You All right, I'm going to give you a quick.
1: You can give every individual could. player credit for their own success, but yeah. also yeah. like so the, you're the, the evidence is years too years large. Or whatever, yeah. They, yeah,
3: they never have a bad offensive line. So so you so you're watching a Browns game and Michael Dunn has an outstanding game. And instead of saying, look how much Michael Dunn's worked to develop the game, instead you say, Bill Callahan's the best offensive line coach there's 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 been in, 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 in the NFL. I'm not taking I anything away from Jeff. I think it's fine to say both those I'm not things. Anything I bet away Michael from Dunn
2: <laughs> would probably say both those things. I don't know if that's true or not, Marissa. You, I, you I know, bet he would definitely yeah, say that. those things. Yeah, I bet he things. would say those things. Man, I've got I I've worked my butt off, and also it's been great that I've gotten to work with this offensive line uh, legend as opposed to some of these bums that you know my friends <laughs> yeah. are calling me from some <laughs> of these teams saying, man, their offensive line coach doesn't know what the hell he's doing. I mean, players want coaches who make them better. Absolutely. Stoutland has a track record of making guys uh, better. Like how many offensive linemen have come in and underachieved and gone elsewhere and played well? I mean, that's an easy way to look at it. It's not, there's always some mystery with how an assistant coach is performing, but I mean, there aren't many that uh, I can really remember of a guy who didn't work out here. And then went somewhere else. And, you know, I guess Ryan Bates, uh, Boy would be Mm -hmm. one of them. And who knows? Maybe Stoutland wanted to keep Ryan Bates. Still mad about that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. Uh, tough call here for me. Uh, I'll just tell you what I'm deciding between because I imagine Zach will take one between uh, running back and tight end. I think, uh, I think the Eagles are more sure to draft a tight end. This is a good tight end draft class, a lot of good guys in the middle uh, rounds, but I think they're potentially more likely to draft a running back early in like the second or third round, your, your Miles Sanders replacement, get him out of here. Uh, I'm going to go. Come on. Give me, give me the tight end. Give me the tight Stick
2: end. Stick to your board. I mean, you ripped the Eagles for being That's on true. the clock and can't decide. I mean, you have a board there. You're going tight end. Wow. I mean, why would they take a tight end? They're going to take a tight Please end. Please explain it to me. Uh, All right, day three, fine. I don't care. Why would they take – is there a chance they take a tight end before day three? And should I uh, preemptively get upset about it?
1: No, but I think it's a reasonable – I think it's a reasonable fourth or fifth round pick.
2: Yeah. Sixth or seventh will suffice. (laughs) I mean, you just paid your tight end $14 million a year. He's a very good player. He's an all-around player. Uh, You don't need to play 12 personnel. Even though I know Popo, I know I was texting some numbers. that yeah, uh, they were the best offense in the league in twelve yeah, personnel yeah. last year. Yeah, and they had in who was their second tight end? It right. didn't matter. Exactly, so listen, I agree with that. Jack Stoll, thing the white side, Jack yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Put anyone out I there. I do
1: immediately regret not taking running back. So just for the record,
2: yeah, yeah, I thought that was a bad move. But we'll see what Zach does here. Maybe so, we'll still get around. Well, well,
3: well, no. So actually, the reason I wanted the three four here was because there were two <laughs> positions that I want to avoid. Yeah, that right. didn't that's You want the 3-4. No, four, I, wa- I t- no. No, when I saw what came off the board number 1 and 2, I said I said I should have, you know, ah, I should have okay, right. that. The reason I picked 3-4 I think that's at the beginning that's was good thinking. The avoid was to avoid two positions at the end. That's where I said I might have overthought it. Um because, you know, I I I could have been like, you know, um a penny smart and dollar foolish here, right? Because like I'm I'm chasing yes. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go running back and tackle here. Uh, they're, I'm confident they're going to draft. Well, I shouldn't say confident. I, I expect them to draft a running back. I think uh, actually Bo's boy from the senior bowl, Damian Pierce, is a good player. He's a
2: fun guy, man. He's he, Yeah, he's yeah. like one of the guys I yeah I watched yeah. during college football season. I remember the one run. Um, Why didn't I take ran, running back over tight end? He got his helmet. Taking? Yeah, that was a bad pick. I mean, I almost took running back with my last pick. I can't. It's believe a bad you pick. Tight end, like running back's a lock. You know, it's I a feel. bad pick. Uh, yeah, but Pierce had the run where his like helmet got knocked knocked off, and he just kept going and like charged into the uh, end zone for a touchdown, and then went crazy. Like he seems a
3: little nuts in a good way. Uh, so he would be a fun player. And then uh, uh, tackle, I, look, they they obviously are are fine on the starting tackles. Well, if tackle is tr-
1: not it's not it's the same as what what Shield was saying about the offensive yeah. line. I mean, Dillard is a free agent, and Lane Johnson, who knows how long he's going to play.
3: Well, I, I was I was going to say if, if if they trade Dillard, and I don't know if they will or not, but if if they do trade Dillard, they don't really have anyone who can step in as like a left oh, a, as a dare backup you left LeRaven tackle. Raven
2: Clark, um,
1: <laughs> Brett Toth. True.
3: He's has he, he tours ACL. I, I I don't know. I think they need uh, a little more insurance there, right? Um or I, I don't by know the way, if the ACL Eagles trade
1: ACL. Andre Diller during the draft, you lose tackle points.
3: No. no we have to stipulate <laughs> that ahead of time. Um so uh but I look I, I I don't feel like strongly about any of these um, you know, day three tackles, let's say, but uh I I, I do think uh credit to Jeff Stoutland. One thing Jeff Stalin's done an outstanding <laughs> job of is, is like not just not just developing players, but I think identifying these late round players because he has a big part um, in yes. in the in the scouting process. And I think you know, like the, the Matt Pryor pick was a good pick when you consider what he gave you at the round that he took you, uh, Jack Driscoll in the fourth round. That was a good pick. I don't, you know, they they didn't get anything from 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 Prince from Prince Tega Wunego, but overall he's done a good I job. Thought that was a
2: fine pick too. I mean, yeah, it was a fine pick. I'm just out, saying they, yeah. they
3: they didn't get anything right. from him. But I'm, um, but uh, I think he he does a good job of identifying uh, offensive linemen, so I, I like that.
1: All right, Um, I don't. I thought
2: those were good picks, Zach. Yeah. I think yeah, you did getting you, running you did back it right there, there was nice for you. Mm-hmm.
3: It's
1: true. <laughs> This is going to be my version of of Zach. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight cuz I took tight end over <laughs> running back. Uh, Charlie Collar. I think there's a chance they draft a punter uh in this draft. It's a good punter draft they say. I'll um the and, calm
2: down. Maybe we we if if they yeah. draft a punter we should have Punalytics on. We will we will I think we will
1: definitely do that. Yeah. Uh Aaron Sipos not that great of a year last year, but uh I have to take quarterback over punter. There's I mean if they take a quarterback in, have a, to. in the in the 5th round. It's possible so i'll take quarterback i mean minchu entering the last year of his deal who knows what they think of reed Sennett? they could use a backup
2: i thought they're trading Minshew for four first round picks no
1: yes somebody hey, I was not-
2: you know this is going to come back to bite me i actually think they're they're going to trade Minshew for something more than they should be able to trade him for and like you know their sort of theories on quarter are going to be rewarded because there will be a stupid team out there who's left without a quarterback
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So maybe, yeah, they could trade Mincho.
1: All right, Sheila. Would you like to announce your final selection? I mean,
2: I, there's only one thing left. You just mentioned it, yeah. special
1: teams. There you go. All right. All right, so, Sheila, wide receiver, linebacker, interior offensive line, and special teams. I have defensive end, cornerback, tight end, and quarterback. Zach has safety, defensive tackle, running back, and offensive tackle. I, I think your draft turned out better than than you gave it credit for in the beginning. I think I think your strategy of having the best end of the draft might might work out for you.
3: Thank you. I hope so.
2: I think it's pretty even actually looking at this. I feel I feel like everyone's in the mix here.
1: Yeah. Two first round picks is a, is a dynamic we've yeah. we've never dealt with before in this okay. uh, in this game. So that will be fun. All right. A right. uh, little break and then back with uh, some wrap up thoughts on uh, Christina Aguilera. All right, back on birds with friends, uh, Shield, Before we get to your takes, we uh, y- you didn't get a chance to to talk about uh, Jeffrey Lurie's press conference. I wonder what your thoughts were. I know you wrote about it a little bit, but I mean the uh, the 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 three examples of him overreaching. What did you think of that?
2: I mean that that I feel I know it's been talked about a lot, but I mean, come on, who did he run that by beforehand? As a talking point, it was a like a borderline that offensive was a good idea. I mean, come on, you're the three times how dumb you do a you think we Interest where Jordan Mailata, one of the best, you know, probably <laughs> go down as one of the best seventh round picks in NFL history, uh, Lane Johnson, what like, uh, you know, future just. just Fantastic career and, like, a great pick over the two other tackles. And the, I'm so tired of hearing about Russell Wilson. Like, yeah. if you loved Russell – what do you always say, Zach, right? If, if they loved Russell Wilson uh, that much, they would have taken him over Vinnie Curry, right? That was the guy, Vinnie Curry. Right, they had two yeah. second-round picks yeah. that yeah. year. Yeah, thank you. I mean, if you really loved him that much – and how much you value quarterback as an organization from the get-go, you would have taken. I'm tired of hearing about that. I'm tired of hearing about J.J. Artega Whiteside <laughs> and Paris Campbell when <laughs> like, they both would have been. better right. they, doesn't Neither matter. of them are doing anything. So, yeah, I mean, that was uh, – yeah, I actually just watched the Lurie press conference for the first time yesterday. And, mm. uh, I mean, that was just funny, uh, the – three things. I mean, I don't know how else to, I think you guys nailed it. Like, yeah, I, I like, uh, Larry, but it is, I mean, it, it does make it hard to believe like a lot of other things. If you're just going to be that blatant and untruthful about something right. like that, you know, you didn't have to say that. I mean, you don't have to give examples. You could just say like, there's been, you know, X amount of times where I've had a rooting interest, but I let my people do their work to come out and say, those were the three times. I mean, come on. That it was I, so crazy. It was laughable. And a it was great a, job by,
1: weird. by Mac. Obviously.
2: Yeah, I, I heard you guys give him up. I couldn't hear the question on mm. the, uh, you know, on the rewatching, but I did hear the uh, response there. So I thought that was uh, funny. You know, he said about Fletcher Cox, they thought he could do even better. Um, you know, next year. That's typically not how it works with thirty-one-year-olds. <laughs> I mean, maybe he will, but I don't. know. I mean, he but, could. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't he good he could. Last year, He's not so, like yeah. twenty-five though. So I thought I I've seen a lot of different uh, takes on whether takeaways from the owners meetings. And I would like to hear what you guys think about this. Uh, I know you've written about it, but I feel like different beats have had a different perspective on this, depending on who they talk to about whether the Eagles are content being a run heavy offense going Mm -hmm. into 2022, or that they're definitely going to change and realize that like that's not going to be sustainable Zach's looking at me funny am I wrong uh Zach
3: no i I I feel I like people's that, opinions
2: have yeah you get that you get that
1: furrowed brow yeah. quizzical I Zach feel like like. I'm in trouble that, yeah
3: no they 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 think they must improve their passing game okay and now the, I, I think that they acknowledge like you you try to win however it can come to you but in that building they very much believe they need to improve their passing game I I feel strongly saying that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I mean, again, this is don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. They tried to sign Allen Robinson. They tried to sign Christian Kirk. They tried to trade for Calvin Ridley. They they want to improve the passing game.
2: By the way, I was thinking those moves. I wonder how much of that do you think is to make this an attractive destination uh, potentially for next offseason you know quarterback says oh you got Devonte smith calvin ridley dallas goddard and a good offensive line that's looking better than it was a year ago
1: just, just uh, i think funny. that's overstated a little bit but
2: okay right. both not buying it Pours cold water on it right away all right uh moving along here what were my uh the big v thing was very funny you guys hit on that uh <laughs> For those who didn't watch i mean he he was what just talking about offensive line depth and saying they don't win the super bowl without big v that was a nice shout out to uh big v yes that
1: was the that was the uh uh what's it called moment the uh jacques rogers Rogers moment yeah
2: jacques rogers moment uh and then the deshaun watson thing you know Uh, They're not making it very hard to read between the lines on Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. I mean, if those guys were interested in playing here, uh, there's a strong possibility that I think they would have made a big move to uh, acquire one of those guys. I mean, with Deshaun Watson, he said he won't comment on players on other teams. This was at the end of the press conference, where early in the press conference, unprompted, <laughs> I wrote this down, he had already mentioned Vadi Vitae, Eric Fisher took a stray, <laughs> Russell Wilson, and Terry McLaurin out of nowhere. And and, and, all, and, all,
3: and Aaron Rodgers has only won one Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Aaron yeah. Rodgers. And, and, and,
2: uh, but no, he won't talk about players on other teams when it comes to <laughs> uh to i forgot Watson that to... eric fisher took a stray. that's good <laughs> yeah so that was uh i think he just said eric didn't he like he didn't even yeah. go full and, oh, he he might have, have, and, yeah.
3: and he forgot luke jokel yeah
2: couldn't uh, yeah we he all had him. to like
1: it was like <laughs> it was like audience participation we all we all filled in <laughs> luke jokel yeah, for him
2: yeah yeah so i mean that was uh th- those were my takeaways um From it, I wrote a little bit more about it, like you mentioned on The Athletic, which uh, people can subscribe, of course, theathletic.com slash friends. ZB did a seven-round mock. Bo's got some stuff in the works. So uh, draft time is a good time to uh, resubscribe. Maybe many of you subscribed last year with our Mm. big you know, in-depth story. Maybe that subscription ran out, and you're wondering, do I want to re-up? I would say now would be a good time Mm. to re-up using that. Don't
1: worry. Don't check it. It automatically re-ups. Don't worry.
2: Oh, okay well, that's how we you. get you all right all right there you go <laughs> don't say company that. man
1: uh travel leftovers what do you got there Well, I, 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 your...
2: I think i want to just get to the priorities here i mean taking a okay. break an hour seven minutes aguilera
1: in, solo parenting yeah. master's picks
2: no no i think maybe just aguilera and uh, the master we got to get to that well I, i'm I don't curious
1: want... in the solo parenting i want to hear what your, what your well, take is
2: uh have you done has anyone who uses ways here I don't think Zach wasn't a Waze man in Florida, right, Zach? I, I use Google Maps, but I, I have Marissa's Waze. raising her hand for the audio listeners. I use,
0: I use Waze, yep.
2: Marissa, have we used the Christina Aguilera voice on Waze yet?
1: No, I didn't even what do know you have? thing. Do you I just, just do the to- regular? Yeah, the
2: regular voice. Oh, no, e- Listen, either you got to go, well, for me, I had the Indian uncle for a while, uh, which <laughs> was very enjoyable. Uh, but then I switched to Christine Aguilera. I mean, outstanding experience. And I know that no one is doing this because I tweeted about it. And it was probably the lowest engagement I've got. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't even get like five likes on that bad boy. So listen, it's right there for you. She gives you some life advice. You know, if there's an obstruction on the road, she tells you life is full of obstacles. It's how you overcome them that matters. My kids, you know, I've talked about this so much. They're like, "You have a do cr- you have a crush on Christina?" Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed this. I would recommend everyone like choose the Christina Aguilera option and then get back to me. Have you me been stuck in traffic yet?
1: And she tells you you're a genie in a bottleneck.
2: <laughs> you know what? I think she says something about genie in a bottle. I believe she. Yes, yeah, she incorporates. Uh, okay stuff like that. Yeah, or yeah, or beginning of a ride, she'll really set it up for you when you get home. There's like a big congratulations type thing, so it's very nice. nice. That must
1: have been an interesting recording session for Christina to get all that all that ways. audio in there. Ways,
2: I'm available. Listen, I you know, I'm not going to say I have like uh dulcet tones, but I have an acceptable voice I feel like for one of these things. Audiobook? Ways? No. Yeah. Nothing. All right. I'd like to get in the studio. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'd like that Chris- for you. Christina Aguilera. Uh, all right, Bo, so you looked at your the master slate for five minutes here. Marissa yep. and ZB, feel free to, free to chime in. I don't know if you have any uh, takes here or not. No golf I betting. do love the the song they play like um when they mm. preview it and they're like the judge. oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, oh, yeah. but that's my that's time. my only yeah. master's take yeah uh so uh, when did I start I know uh,
1: Bo's uh, a big
3: master's guy so I, I'm curious his take here yeah
1: I don't know what that means
2: don't you have a shirt or something yeah yeah, uh, yeah I didn't really know what that meant either that was <laughs> yeah. sort of well I was like did Bo have like a weird like you <laughs> no, know, it's like a something with somebody no, at the if... Masters or he said if... that very
3: strangely <laughs> but I had talking... no idea what he was talking about if we were talking about the final four uh, I, I would like to be uh... a big final four guy Bo's a big Masters guy right so okay not that you what like I don't
1: like the final four go to hell <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> you don't even pull out the Helsinki.
1: You just. <laughs> I know. I meant to say. Well, I, I had already done Helsinki, but first you took his games. Now you're saying he doesn't like college basketball. <laughs> yeah, come yeah. on. No, I, I, yeah. I didn't. Okay. You okay. didn't. You hear about making my own top twenty fives? Making my own brackets? Yeah,
3: correct. That's All right. True. So uh, I just it's meant a fun tournament
2: guys. uh this year. I probably I, I think I pull a little lettuce on probably how many games are there total? Mm.
1: Sixty three. Uh, Sixty three. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well. Yeah, I did. Not, do the not play including in. the play-ins, yeah. Yeah. Little, yeah, little letter. Zach That's made. Great...
1: Zach made. Uh, Zach made bank at halftime of the uh, national championship game. What did yeah. he do?
3: Put, put Kansas money line at halftime. Where's the text? <laughs> Come on. I don't want. I don't want to give you betting advice. I mean, yeah, I, you I. just I, say. I, you, just <laughs> say I, you,
2: you just say I'm doing this, and I mean, knowing me, I'll be like, oh yeah, I'll throw a little something on that. I just. Thought I, that I, I got a
3: little, little Kansas.
2: He's odds now in the running. He's game.
1: now in the running to buy the Eagles from Jeffrey Lurie. Yeah.
2: Okay. Very nice. I, uh, I am very much a uh, golf betting rookie. Mm. I just uh, pick my guys for the majors, but I love it because I feel like you want to pick three, you know, three to five guys in the beginning, and then if they all suck it up, guess what? Saturday morning, you get to start mid, yeah, over. Good midway,
1: good bet midway event. Yeah, yeah,
2: you get to do. I know Bo really enjoys a mid, you know, uh, well, like a Saturday morning. You like a Friday morning. You like yeah. every round doing a little stuff. Yeah, one little. Right? Yeah, I haven't. I
1: haven't done a ton this year. I've been much less into the golf season than years past because the uh, year-long uh, golf league that I did uh, is no longer yeah. going. So okay. it's like really affected my my fandom. But uh, okay, I'll t- I'll be tuning in. All right. Also so got I've... my rotisserie baseball draft, National League only on Thursday. That's what's really on okay. my mind.
2: I've got three guys here uh, and I'm willing to put it, you know, add a couple more to this. So if you have strong feelings about this, if you feel like somebody has a strong Birch with friends connection, by the way,
1: latest latest
2: Abbott Elementary, they said Garbanzo. I'm just saying. Did they really? Not not in the context we do, but I think there could be a writer or something, you know, Philly based. Uh, So we're making our way to those. Um, You know, we got uh, Dave Abbott Elementary, is there another one in there? I don't know. Okay. All right. Zach looks very bored already. No, um, I've got six, six guys
1: gonna... to win and two guys for a long shot, uh, top 10, top 20. Eight.
2: Okay. All right. So you have, I'm going to give you mine and then you give me okay. yours, but also give me the two that you want me yes. to add to my card. All right. Okay. So uh, the one sort of in the favorite tier, Colin Morikawa. I, I feel like he's getting gassed up too much. I don't like it. Everything I listen to or see, they're saying Morikawa. I just bet on Morikawa every tournament. He's the official golfer of the Capadia family. Naya likes a Morikawa. I like a Morikawa, and so I'll probably do a little, you know, outright top five and a top ten on a Morikawa. Uh,
1: I've got him in there. I think there are there are okay. three guys here who I have at plus two thousand. Who like they're the 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 heavy favorites is yeah. a little bit recency bias weighted. You've got your Cam Smith, who's very good. Your, your Scotty Scheffler, who's very good up there. But these three guys who all, if they are playing well, are the best golfer in the world. So oh. I have Marikawa in there as well.
2: Well, give me the other two now. It's, Xander Shoffley and,
1: and Brooks Kepka also there. I feel like a uh, long now, shot Now, bets. do you
2: like the? Ka- I feel like Kepka's not your kind of guy. No, I do
1: not. I do not like a Koepka.
2: Okay. But, but you, like, you respect his game? Yeah. Okay. Respect the game. All right. I mean, I, yeah, I basically go by like, how I feel like their demeanor is as I watch four tournaments a year.
1: Yeah, That's I think it. you would like Morikawa and Xander. Yeah. Oh, I love Morikawa. I know you I love, love Mor- Morikawa. Oh, I'm
2: yeah. In a, yeah. All right, so Xander. All right, I'm writing down Xander. Uh, my next guy, Paul Casey. Uh, maybe, I mean, he's got great golf shirts. Every tournament, he's got a shirt that I want. Uh, I love that. And he seems very jolly. I mean, the guy is always smiling. I feel like out there, this could be wrong. Again, I watch four tournaments a year. That's it. But I'll probably do, you know, a outright top five, top 10, and top 20 on a Casey. Casey and Morikawa, I feel like I've won money on both of them, them previously. And so since I like them, I'm just going to keep coming back to that.
1: Casey famously always uh sort of involved in the leaderboard at a major, but uh, never able to close the deal. I like um, that.
2: I can relate to that.
1: He's a bit of a uh he's a bit of an interesting character in that he's like become more american than than uh, english like he's he's sort what of turned mean? his back on the European tour uh, yeah. to some degree. and all right yeah. I have no issue with that, okay. Just letting <laughs> you know. okay. he's not on my list. Uh- and my third guy's
2: a long shot. Uh, by the way, I mean, can we expand the field a little bit to get my Indians in here? You're gonna have a mm. Masters without a uh, Sahiti It wouldn't be the Masters Ibatia. if it wasn't
1: if it wasn't exclusionary.
2: Exclusive, exclusive, ex- excluding, yeah, my Indians. Yeah, that's Get the, the hell whole, out of that's here. the,
1: it's, 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 it's the, the jewel of the South. Of course, it's about yeah. exclusion.
2: Yeah, I don't like that one bit. I mean, once the Gala and Batia are in there, uh, they will be my top two. That's why
1: the Open Championship is my favorite major.
2: Okay. Uh, but my last one, long shot, uh, Cameron Champ, I've always enjoyed. There Enjoy was nice, Cameron Champ. It was a nice feature about his uh, grandfather. Biracial family. I think his dad would dad play baseball. I, I remember it was a good feature uh, during one of these tournaments. So I kind of liked him there. Young guy. Also, I feel like he's got a good hack game. Does he go flat? I think he goes flat. Good hack game. Right? Yep. Yeah.
1: Handsome guy. Okay. One thing okay. good for him about the Masters. He's a he's a bad putter. Hits the ball a mile. Bad yeah. putter, but. He has played the Masters once before, and like there's a case to be made that uh, like it's a good tournament for bad putters on repeat visits, such as Hideki Matsuyama last year, uh, okay. because they, they you get the reps, you know the greens.
2: All right, so champ, you know, I, I'll have to decide. I mean, I'll probably go top twenty, and then maybe pick one of the other ones just in case he has a nice uh, nice tournament there. All right, I'll also so those give are you the you, three. Uh,
1: I'll give you uh, Will Zalatoris, Go Deeks, plus thirty five hundred. Okay. Good debut last year. Also, uh, one of the better players in the world if he's good. Uh, you know, I love a Tony now. It doesn't work. But Why?
2: What do you, I mean? You yeah, you guys always push. He's along. He's along the same
1: him. line. He's he's a better version of Cameron Champ in that he's he's all about uh, hitting the ball a mile. But he he's not a good putter. He could put there. Okay. Uh, very very long shot. Uh, Webb Simpson sticking with the Deeks. I mean, he's at thirteen plus thirteen thousand. I might put a little yeah. lettuce on uh, on him as a top <laughs> plus eight hundred top ten. Okay. And then my other top ten uh, guy is Luke List, and uh, top twenty on Ryan Palmer. That's what I got for you.
2: I think Nate Tice, when he chimed in, had Luke List as one of his two. Uh,
1: Luke List is uh, probably my second favorite golfer. What,
2: what 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 can you tell me about a Luke List? I've literally never heard of this guy.
1: Uh, hits it long and straight, uh, and also not a good putter, and hasn't been to uh, Augusta since I think two thousand five or something like that. Um, oh, so he's old. He's he's not old old. He's he, he that was when he was an amateur.
2: How's his uh,
1: hat game? Good hat game.
2: How's his shirt game?
1: I mean, he's 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 rocked up, baby. He's oh, he's okay, a, he's a, all he's right. A so handsome, he likes a
2: nice fitted, you know. Let it all out there. Love a look list. A little slim fit. Okay. Yeah,
1: went through a bit of a uh, of a of a downturn in his career. It was uh, he was a hot shot youngster. Worked his way back up. Won his first won his first tournament uh, a couple months ago.
2: Our comments section has just stalled with <laughs> yeah, this. Uh, I would say so. With this golf time. All right, so I'm gonna add a Luke list um to my uh, to my it's funny my zach lesson. zach
1: is is bristling because you've noted the comments section have stalled and you didn't mention that zach hasn't said a word in eight minutes
2: no i mean well i told zach no, I'm not in, bristling about that. no i am
3: not No, i look
2: zach do you uh, have a pick for based on what you heard if you had to throw you got to put a little letter i'm telling you zach you're gonna enjoy betting i don't on enjoy this.
3: golf I, I i try you know it's that's what it's gambling funny. is for i tried i Stuff I, I you tried don't enjoy watching. becomes fun I watched the Masters one year because <laughs> I, I wanted, like, a conversation piece with my father-in-law for it. You know, I thought, like— uh, Is he a you know, golf like, fan? Yeah, he likes golf. And so Ooh, I, I thought, can like— get a pick from father-in-law Berman? I would be the, interested in that. The, yeah. Well, so it's not—it's it's not, it's the father-in-law's the maternal side. Right. Okay. So not Berman there. But um oh, but yeah, yeah. Um, I mean you know yeah, Berman, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh no, so it's funny. So like <laughs> because I was gonna be with him the master Sunday. So I I I paid attention to it, like I studied it, I read all the coverage, and I go and like I'm dropping all this information about all these players, and he just wants like w- watch golf leisurely, right? Like like he doesn't yeah. want the bio of this player who's who's minus two. Uh, yeah, so so golf doesn't do it for me as much. Um, okay. If if, if we we're talking baseball futures, I'd have a, I'd have more of an interest in that. But, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh,
2: let's see. let's
1: get this solo parenting off your chest. I want to I want to get the the rundown.
2: Wait, but who's my who's the second guy I'm stealing from you?
1: Oh. Xander or Zell Zel
2: Torres. Take Zell Torres. Zell Torres. All right. All right. Uh, I would also, you know, I've been looking at the golf the golf analytics seem very interesting to me. You think I could dip my toe into that water? There's like one guy, right? He writes for The Athletic, uh, Justin Ray, I believe. I think there's name. more
1: than that. I think you haven't, you haven't expanded your search too all
2: right. much. So I wouldn't be able to just jump in and you know no. become a golf analytics
1: guru? Data golf is a good...
2: is a good. Okay. It seems interesting to me. All right. Uh, so, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, this, this might not be that interesting. Wife was away for a few days. Uh, me and the kids, uh, 24 hours in and we had a dead fish. And Naya had forgotten her homework folder for the first time all year. <laughs> So it's not Sounds my fault, right.
1: you yeah. know.
2: Bubbles died of natural causes. He was stuck to the little, you know, filter thing. Uh, I didn't know if he was dead or not. You know, Naya thought he was breathing. I wasn't sure, so we sent the video to uh, Fish Uncle and to, to uh, uncle. Jessica, and they both said he's dead. So and <laughs> I had to scoop him out <laughs> and throw him in the trash can. So now it's just Finster in there solo. So that was—I mean, what are the odds that the one Finster. day I'm by myself That's that uh, Bubbles dies? Uh, so that was. How do you great. explain that one? yeah i don't know i did i mean listen the kids fed them so they were fed Finster's still thriving i think it's coincidence i'm doing i i uh i i
3: i i gave the uh, boy who cries wolf story to uh read this past weekend and it was it was meant like you should never lie because the boy cries well now he's scared out of his mind that a wolf is going to come in and need (laughs) need him every night so we got the wrong we got the wrong message (laughs) yeah we got the wrong message should i show up should i show up and say
1: that i'm the wolf
3: (laughs) he'd be he'd be spooked out yeah if you called Mm. him like the wolf's on the phone
1: i sneak i sneak into his room
3: yeah Um, uh and yeah i mean
2: forgotten homework folder that's not my responsibility (laughs) <laughs> put your put your folder in the bag when it's ready to go. Uh, Naya said her uh, teacher thought she was playing an April Fool's joke on her when she said she forgot her homework folder because she's gone all year that's not missing that's an assignment. Funny. Uh, so then she blamed me. So that did she nice blame stuff. it
1: on you? She
2: blamed it on me. She also uh, threw, she said, "Oh, I talked about you in class today." I said, "Oh yeah, what well, what was it?" You know, thinking it would be uh, something nice. Well, you know, the teacher was telling a story about like a parent uh you know who was always away for work and i raised my hand and said that was you I'm like i've been on two work trips in like <laughs> three years i mean come on i'm not going anywhere but yeah so I got under I, the but other
1: morning we had a, uh, nice a drop off on monday i had i had done uh laundry for the kids and they have their like their nappers uh for for daycare and they're like they come in these sleeves like there's a blue one and a red one and i accidentally switched up uh which one goes in which and i still haven't heard the end of it it's like mm, like they, they came out like oh we had a little thing today you know casey was upset but we figured it out and like yesterday then the, the next day he's like daddy why don't you switch up the nappers like it was a mistake we all make mistakes i'm sorry just
2: say next time do it yourself if you want to make sure mm. it gets done right there you go that's what i've reverted to
1: it hasn't helped all right uh marissa <laughs> what's 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 new in married life
2: well, I actually want to hear your guys' t-ball takes because I went mm. to my little cousin's t-ball game and it is very, very hard to um, not yell at them like you're doing something wrong. Mm. <laughs> so I want to know what your guys' takes were because I saw you had some t-ball games this weekend.
3: I did. Yeah, it's it's great, right? Like, <laughs> you know, it's 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 fun. We're, we're learning about it. My son's into it. Um, and yeah, it's, at this age, the whole purpose is just like, they go out there, run around. Everyone, everyone scores. Everyone gets on base. Um, I put yeah, a Yeah, that's joke the up tough up.
2: part for me. I'm yeah. like, come on, he's out. I I
3: I put <laughs> a joke on Instagram. I, I put where's, a joke up on Instagram. Where's his tailgating? Um, this is a true story. This is not even self-deprecation, right? So uh, so Reed was playing second base and wearing number two, and my brother Matt played second base and, and, and wore number two. And so I I said to him, I said. You play the same position as your uncle, and he said, "I want to play the same position as you, Dad," which is like a a nice thing for a four-year-old to say. And I'm like, "I got bad news for you. You see the bench over there? That's that's (laughs) I said. That's where I play. Um, I don't think he understood what that meant. I thought he thought. (laughs) I think he thought like I was in timeout. You couldn't you couldn't
1: pass up an opportunity to be self-deprecating even in (laughs) even in that moment.
3: Uh, but that that that's honest to God, that happened. True story.
2: We've got our first practice uh, Saturday, so I'll report back Mm. with Lila. Are you coaching, Shield? I'm I'm one of like six assistant coaches. Nice. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) She's excited for the snacks. I don't know about anything else.
1: I'm excited for you to like jockey for position for superiority with the other assistant coaches.
2: Oh, no. I'm trying to do as little uh, (laughs) as possible. But I did, uh, you know, I told her. I I think she wants me to just be there, so I will uh, be there because she's a little... Nervous about it, but uh in terms of uh, helping out, I don't think I'll be much. I'm trying to just make You're sure the no new one Coach K. in the head.
1: <laughs> that I mean, that that name is available now.
2: No, that's not true. The uh, uh we we make people say kapalia My dad would never let anyone call him Doctor K. So nice, the name. I like that. So I stick with that.
1: I like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. I think uh, pretty soon we got to get back to a, a two two week cadence as we ramp up for the draft. Maybe not, maybe not next week since you guys are both uh, making moves. But after that, we'll we'll do that. So uh, we'll be back next week unless the Eagles make another uh, big pre draft trade for Zach, Shield, Marissa, Elijah, and the extended Birds with Friends universe. Thanks for listening, and as always, we love
0: you.